Oh boy, heartburn. Right as I start a pod. No! Why, God, why? Why? Because it's the TJ Freck cast. It's November 1st. How much... How ridiculous is that? That it's... Holy crap. That girl's not wearing hardly any clothes. November 1st. 2018. It's 61 degrees outside. Doesn't make sense. It's kind of nice. Went outside for a minute. Went to Pizza Hut for lunch. And then I remembered why Pizza Hut's going out of business. Whew. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, I shouldn't, like, go, ooh, like it was some horrible thing. You know, it, it was, um, it was okay. I mean, I paid $7 for their lunch buffet, which I, not a lot of Pizza Huts still do. And I don't know, the food just, the quality wasn't that, like, really there. Pizza was okay. Like, I like the cheese on Pizza Hut pizzas a lot. Because it's that fatty, like, has lots of flavor, real cheese. The only problem is, like, the rest of the pizza. <laughs> that's, I'm not, I shouldn't say it that way. It was more of the buffet part. So it wasn't, like... You know, going to a buffet, especially like a pizza buffet, is a lot like going to... Okay, uh, over the summer we went to Lake Raystown and we fed the fish. And the fish were literally jumping over each other trying to get the food that we were throwing. So, that's what I um, am going to... uh, liken it to, basically. It's like watching all those carp, or whatever they are, uh, fight over scraps of food. That's what it was like, because every time they put a pizza down, every old person in the place would run over to the pizza. That's what it was. It was like... It was kind of weird. I mean... And I was with my coworker Jenny, and we decided both, like, eh, maybe not so much go Pizza Hut anymore. It's sad because, like, I've gotten Pizza Hut pizza before that had some kind of Chipotle something or other. Oh, so good. And uh, I've had their wings before, and their wings are, were good. Um, the best wings I ever had, kind of taking aside, I actually do, there's stuff I do want to talk about, I think. I'm not sure. Um, the best wings I ever had was a place on South Atherton. Now, um, Chen's is there. But there was this place, Speedway Pizza, I think is what it was called. When they first opened, they had these giant, deliciously cooked wings with the best... My mouth is watering right now thinking about it. With, like, the best wings I've ever had. And... Man, I miss that place. Just the wings. I miss the wings. The place, the pizza was okay. It wasn't like, I wouldn't have fought my grandmother for their pizza. That's for sure. She's five foot eight. She's little and wily. No, she's four foot eight. Still tiny and wily. She's 80 some years old. She walks around like she's, I don't know, 50 some years old. Anyway. Um. 
So, wings. Yeah. Like, I'm in the mood for wings now. I shouldn't have talked about it. Shouldn't have mentioned it. Um, yeah, Pizza Hut was kind of a bust, is what I, I'm saying. I mean, but for seven bucks, I got my fill for seven bucks. But if my goal was to fill myself with stuff that was bad for you, seven dollars, well worth it. You know, it's kind of like going to Chen's on South Atherton, because that's this, well, no, that's not true. Chen's is delicious on South Atherton. That place rules. Like, that's my favorite place to go, without a doubt. Because um, I, I'm, you know, it cooks, they cook the food for you the way you want it, and fairly quickly. I, I, I'm going to talk smack on Chen's for sure. I love that place. Somebody, somebody once said, oh, I think they're going out of business. Like, no! When California Tortilla closed down, that was really sad. I was sad about that. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was my day today. And now I've got heartburn. Bad heartburn. Not bad. On and off. Um, and like... My stomach felt weird there for a while. Now it's feeling better, of course. But, you know. Anyway, like I said, it's November 1st. Um, today's the first day of NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month, which is November, which is um, also the... I say I'm going to do it every year. And I have a story that I want to write every year. And every year, I don't get it going. This year, I, I swear it'll be different. I'm actually going to sit down and write. It's like you have to write three pages a day. And the, like what I think I should do, and it's the same way I would do my jokes. And, and that is just vomit them out of my brain and edit them later. Not on stage. I don't. I don't do that on stage. That's like, whenever I'm writing, that's I throw it up and like this, 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 this. Okay, I'll cut this, this, and that's really what I should just be doing. I was thinking about just dictating, what, uh, what it would be, and then uh, I thought that would be a bad idea. I'd have to start today, and really, I got to do the podcast today. So, um, my idea is one that I've had for years, and it's. I'm not going to say it because I don't want somebody to steal it. But I think I can make a story, a good story out of it. The problem I think that I have, and it's the same problem I have with World of Warcraft, which is I just think it's too big. Like in my head, I get in the thought, that's too big. I can't handle it. I don't want to deal with it. And I know what's helped me in the past with like video games and stuff is a comp compartmentalizing what I need to do. Like, don't think of the entire giant picture. Think of, okay, what's the next step? What's the next, what's the step? What's, what do I got to do at this part? What's, you know, I think that's, that's the only way I'm really successful at open world, world games. Like, um, when I would play Assassin's Creed and I would finish like a whole area. The only way I would do it is if I was, like, you know, focusing on one era, area. That's what I do in Spider-Man. 
And I think that's what I need to do um, with my writing. Whenever I get to get down, sit down to write um, tonight, because I got to start writing tonight. You you have to do like three thousand words or something, or one thousand. I forget what it was. I, I calcu- calculated it out. Calculated it out. It's like a seventeen hundred words or something per day, because it, it's a fifty thousand word book that you're writing. So it's roughly 1,700 words per day that you need to write, which comes out to roughly, what did I calculate out? Like three pages, um, single-sided, single-spaced, is what I think it came out to. I think I can do that. It's like writing a short story a day, if I could do that. Um... And it, and like I said, I just gotta vomit it out, and, and just every like little detail that I think of, I gotta put on the paper. That's that's what's gonna help do it. Um, and really, I should just put a timer on myself to get it to do it. Like get my chores done, put a timer on myself. Like if I only get an hour, well, I better be burning everything out of my brain for that hour. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Yeah. I have a progression of how I want the story to go, but it's probably going to change as I'm writing because that's, I mean, it's the character's world that's going to be messed up, right? I don't know. Um, So we'll see. Uh, Hopefully I get into that and get that uh, figured out. I should. Like, I always start these projects and never finish them. I need to finish one and to make myself feel great. <laughs> but I gotta be careful not to get burnt out on it. I mean, November 30th is the deadline to have this done. Can I write 50,000 50, uh, words by then? Possibly. Probably. I mean, November's gonna be a busy month for me. Two of Rachel's kids have birthdays in November. Thanksgiving's in November. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, you know, uh, Christmas is next month. It's just, like, a lot is what it is. It's a lot is what it comes down to. So November's going to be busy for me, and, I and you know, I really got to buckle down and do it. Um, it's a good thing we don't have any Watley's shows. We have practices, I'm sure, uh, which I got to talk to the fiance about that. So I'm not sure she's going to be real happy with <laughs> every Tuesday me being out of the house. Well, that's not true because, uh, never mind. I could get away with it. We'll see. I hope so, anyway. Um... So yeah, NaNoWriMo this month. I'm starting tonight. Uh, I'll do an update next week on my NaNoWriMo uh, progress. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I stick with it every day. That's the best way to do it is just write every day. And, you know, even if it's just word vomit out on a page that has something to do with the story... It, I think it'll be a positive thing for me. If I get through the whole thing at the end of the month, I think uh, I'll be real 
real stoked, real happy. I need to go onto the Nano Remo page and submit that I'm doing it this year. Too, I think. Who knows? And maybe it'll help kickstart my brain to do other things that'll uh, that are important to me that I can do uh, at my house. I need to also remind myself it doesn't need to be good. That's part of NaNoWriMo is you're just burning something out. You're just, you're getting something out. It doesn't have to be good. It just needs to get out. It can be changed later. It can be fixed later. That's, that's what I have to remind myself. Well, along with like most art things that I try to do is that, you know, it can be done later. You know, it, the, like the, the editing can be done later. Getting the bulk of it and being like, hey, 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 look what we got here. We got my book. Now I'll get somebody to proofread it and, re- and you know, make edits and all that crap. And, and then, uh, then release it. That's what I'll do. If I get through with it. If I don't get through with it, I don't get through with it. And that's sad for me but not surprising. I should go through and actually read some of these NaNoWriMo's, see how they did, see what they did. Um, Actually check with other people who are doing it. I know one other person who's doing it, and I need to, I should reach out to them and get some motivation from them to see what they say. Um... Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I'm excited to do it again and try to get it done and uh, put some effort into something that is me-based that I don't have to go out and do. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like that. Like, not... That I, sh- that I don't have to leave my house technically to do. That I can do in, like, the hour that I spend by myself at night. You know, who knows? Yeah. Oh, man. I got some good news today, uh, which I can't talk about, so never mind. Moving on up. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe moving on up. I need to do other things anyway. Anyway, um, I've decided, and I can say this part, I've decided I kind of want to move into a sysadmin position, so I've been learning that stuff, like Linux administration. And This is the boring part of the podcast, unless you're a nerd. Um, kind of. I mean, I don't know, Rachel got, into a, uh, got angry at Comcast yesterday and and said, ah, we should just get our own modem and our own router. And I, in my mind, I, I giggled like a uh, little schoolgirl. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, I'm going to get to build a wireless router. It's going to be awesome. And then, you know, it fell through. <laughs> like, I got real excited for it. Like, oh, I can do this. And uh, she was like, well, no, we're not going to do that now. Okay, I guess. I suppose... Since it's you're the one paying for the internet. Because I wouldn't. I mean, 
If I was paying for the internet, there'd be a lot less channels. A lot grumpier kids. Because I'd be turning their stuff off. Because <laughs> I'm a jerk. <laughs> Why isn't YouTube working? Because it's blocked. Why is it blocked? Because you're a jerk. Nah! Oh, torturing children. I'm not going to make that the name of this episode. It's going to be something to do with NaNoWriMo. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, we played. Uh, The Watleys played in Altoona Saturday night. Uh, I think it was the debut show for Jean-Claude Trans Am. Awesome name. Uh, And uh, the Flannels played before us. They were awesome. Um, and we played, we were great. I was happy with how we were. Um, and then Jean-Claude Trans Am played and they played a bunch of like punk covers. It was a great time. I felt bad. I had to leave cause I just like, I was real tired. I was, I'd been up late the night before and I'd gotten a little bit of sleep, but not really all that much. I got home at a reasonable hour for once and just, you know, I got home. I didn't even, like, take a shower. I just conked out and fell asleep. It was kind of nice, though, that I, that's all I did. Um, because I didn't have to, like, get a shower and get all woke up and all that crap. So. And, like, guitar work. Like, um, two weeks ago at the VFW benefit at McGarvey's, my guitar was getting all sorts of weird feedback, and I had to use my other guitar, my green guitar, which I think is technically a super Swede, which that's like the, Hagstrom has a bunch of different grades of Swede, um, I have an ultra Swede, and I think I have a super, I think the green one's a super Swede, and I know that I have a black one that's a regular Swede, and my main black one is, uh, technically a Hagstrom LP. It's kind of a Les Paul copy from the 70s. It's That's my favorite guitar that I play, hands down. Because it, it sounds good, it feels good, it's like the perfect guitar for me. And uh, kind of second I have the, the green guitar, because it's nice, it's light, it's dark. Like, it's a real dark-sounding guitar. And... Uh, Yeah, it's light, it, and it's easy to play, so. Uh, so we played two weeks ago at the VFW Benefit at McGarvey's, and I was getting feedback issues. I had to play the green guitar, which was kind of nice because it didn't hurt my back, and I could jump around like a jerk, and uh, the strings on it needed, I think they need changed. I couldn't remember, but my hands hurt, uh, which, the you know, last week... Or on last Saturday, they didn't hurt at all, which was nice. Like I, I played through. Um, I'd played earlier in the week too, which kind of helped keep uh, the muscles in check. Mostly, mostly in check. I shouldn't say totally in check. Um, but prevented further. I just had the word. Um, can't remember. Starts with an E. I think an E. 
preventing further uh, exhaustion. I will go with exhaustion because it exhausted my hand. So I, that's something else I need to do is I need to play guitar more. Hopefully when the Watleys start practicing weekly that that'll just be a, you know, second fiddle thing. Like, or not second fiddle, but second, uh, second nature thing. Where my hands just won't hurt. I know that whenever we did it in the past, whenever Watley's practices were weekly, we, we didn't mess around, we did it weekly, that, you know, hand pain didn't happen to me. And I'm sure that if I practiced more, it would come more naturally. So, hopefully, uh, that's what happens. And I know that playing helps motivate your brain, like any kind of physical activity. So, I'm going to start jam packing my days with things I got to do. Like, I put on my phone that I wanted to start doing an exercise program through S Health. So, it's got a schedule for that for me. I want to do NanoRemo, so my brain's going to be burning. And Watley's practices are going to start coming again. So I'm <laughs> trying to cram so much into my life right now. Plus, if the other thing happens, it'll make my life a lot easier. Hopefully. Never know. Uh, lots of other factors could also really help. But we'll see. On that, it's kind of like right now in my head. I want to do a lot of stuff, and in order to do a lot of stuff, I need to make time to do a lot of stuff. And you know, I do have the benefit of not. Like, I, I can function on very little sleep. And that is something I'm proud of myself for. Like, sleep apnea is definitely... I hate it. I hate having it. However, it's also it's helped me use... Like, helped my body get used to functioning on very little. Now, I say that, but I also know, like, my body is very deficient in energy, like in rest. There's a lot of stuff I do to help myself rest. I kind of do meditation. I do uh, brain exercises every day. Um, I walk everywhere when I'm downtown. Uh, yeah, I don't know, that's about it. <laughs> I try to keep myself as, as busy as possible in a certain way, and I think my brain understands that. My brain tells my body, you know, suck it up, buttercup. We got other things to do. You don't have time to be tired. And maybe that's part of, like... I'm going to say this statement, and um, if you're listening, you're probably going to get pissed off if you're one of these people. I feel like when I go on Facebook, I'm the only person not depressed about something. Like uh, Right now, I'm pretty happy with how my life is going. 
Got my kid. He's awesome. Got my fiance. She's great. Uh, her kids, uh, they're good. Uh, my career's going great. Uh, you know, the Watleys are picking back up. We got two gigs coming up in December and one in January. We're going to pick up more, I think. Hopefully. So that's going to be great. Um, I'm actually happy with the pod. Had ten listeners last week. Thank you, all ten of you. I appreciate it. Um, it's awesome. You know, this, this has been like a half-hour therapy sesh for me, which... Thank you for that, uh, for listening. You don't have to. I want you to, but you don't have to. And I appreciate you taking the time to do it. Um, oh, here's something new. I'm driving right now. I'm driving the back way home today because apparently uh, today was the day they decided to paint dots on the road. Uh, if you know anything about the road between Lewistown and State College, uh, number one, they're doing all sorts of construction all the time. It's annoying. It's obnoxious. I hate it. Number two, uh, apparently today they decided it was t- the day to repaint uh, the dots and lines on the road. Also, uh, right at like the time when everybody leaves to go home. <laughs> it's like the worst time you could pick other than 7 o'clock in the morning to do this crap. You know? Enjoy that burp. That was Pizza Hut burp. Came with a side of heartburn. I don't know how fast I'm allowed to go back here, but um, I'm basically on the way. Let's see. There's Sea Wonderful Lincoln Caverns um, by that farm. If you go that way. If you know that way. So, going the back way up through. I used to take this when I worked at the IU occasionally when I felt like I was sick of seeing 322, which uh, near the end of my tenure at, uh, not tenure, because I wasn't there 10 years, but my time at the IU um, when I was really just kind of like, I hate it. When I was upset at working there, because I wasn't upset at working there. I was over it, <laughs> is what I guess I should say. I was over it. I was tired of, of doing the same thing I was doing every day. And, um, like, doing certain things that I didn't like doing. Like, uh, just tired of it. I was just tired. I just wanted something different. And, um, because that's what I like. I don't like having if I'm going to work every day I hate having just the daily you're like you're going to do this today like you do every day I like to have exciting new things happen keep it fresh that's what I like you know I like every few years or so where you know my whole world gets shaken up some people hate it I mean that's Nick and I were talking about that today Nick the one guy I work with and like we, he and I have had the conversation thousands of times where it's like I don't understand how you can sit and do the same job for 18 years not anymore I know that that used to be the old way to do things 
Like, you'd go and work in a factory from the time you were 17 until you graduated, like, not graduated, but um, retired, you know, 40-some years later, or 50-some years later, or whatever. And you kept the same job and got meager increases. But it's not like that anymore. You know, the new generation doesn't do that. They want to move up. They want they want people to do different things. And that's something I really like about my current job is that you're encouraged to try and grab that brass ring. Now, the IU did, too. They really encouraged education. They really encouraged, like, bettering yourself. The problem is, uh, at the time I was there, there was nowhere to move up. Like, the guy ahead of me was not moving, the guy ahead of him wasn't moving, the guy ahead of him also wasn't moving, like, we were stuck in this, uh, holding pattern, and it wasn't their fault, it was, I wouldn't say it's my, it was my manager's fault either, it's just the way that people view IT, that's the secret that people don't really understand about working in IT, like somebody, if I tell somebody, oh, I'm working in IT, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that's a cash cow. Here's the thing about IT. Everybody, every modern business needs, like, dedicated IT. The problem is nobody wants to pay for dedicated IT. And that was part of the problem with, at least my feelings, part of the problem with the IU. Because, you know, the man, our manager wanted us to be able to do more things. And really, there's like a, uh, I forget the name of it, but there's a, a uh, business practice where all of your employees can do everybody else's job. Like everybody who's on like a level two type thing can do every other level two's job. And I think that's a great way to approach doing business. Um, and I think that's a good way for IT people to go. The problem is, like I said, lots of businesses don't don't want to shell out the money to have, like, a good IT force. I mean, force is the best word I can think of. They just want somebody there to make sure the computers stay running. They don't care about upgrading. They don't care about uh, being safe. There's a lot of things they don't care about. I mean... My brother was telling me about a business he used to um, help, like, do support for uh, at his last job, where they hadn't updated their system since the early 90s. They were using the same, like, networking, the same printing, the same everything since the 90s, early 90s. And my brother went in there and, you know, the company he was working for went in there and it caused a lot of problems that, you know, they said, you need to update, you need to upgrade, you need to come into, like, now because you're just going to get just not good. It's not good. That's, you know, part of the new mentality, though. The new mentality is, no, you need to stay up to date. You can't just sit back and rest on what you've done or what you're going to keep doing. 
Like, it's easy to sit back and be like, all right, I'm going to pull this lever for the rest of my life. Some people are happy doing that. Some people are just happy being lemmings. But a lot of the new generation isn't. You know, they all, like... Older people say, these millennials, they're lazy, they don't want to work. Well, no, that's not true. They want to work. They just don't want to do the same job that that you've been doing for the past 50 years. They want to be able to move up. They want to be able to move on if, like, the skill is there. If the job is there. And now part of the problem, though, I mean, if you want to be technical about it, part of the motivation for getting out of those positions where you're getting paid the same for 40 years is that, you know, they don't pay that well. It's easy to work at McDonald's your whole life. And if you worked at McDonald's your whole life and you're listening to this, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. People shit on McDonald's unnecessarily and they don't deserve it. They're just trying to get work and and live their lives too. People were so upset. Some people were so upset when they said about bumping the minimum wage up to like $15 or whatever. Here's the thing. Minimum wage hasn't moved hardly at all in the last 15 years, I'll say. I don't know. I know that it hasn't moved much in a while. The problem, like the the idea of the minimum wage was it's enough for you to live on. That you don't need to get a second job. That you don't need uh, assistance. That you can just live. And prices have increased you know, ridiculous amounts. And now seven twenty five is the minimum wage. And that's not enough for a family to live on. That's not enough for a person to really live on. <coughs> now I admit that like a job at seven twenty five an hour is different in St. Mary's, Pennsylvania than it would be in State College, Pennsylvania. You know, I used to think when I was in high school, $10 an hour sounded really awesome. And I remember when I had a job where I got paid $10 an hour, I was like, this is awesome. This is great. You know, I worked a job where I got paid 10 and a quarter an hour for a long time. I think I had 11, 13 an hour was when I left. And looking back, I mean, I left that, that job for a job where I was getting paid $14 an hour, I think. And then I got a job where I was getting paid salary. And I, people are like, well, how much do you get paid an hour? I don't know. I'm salaried. I know how much I make a year. You know, I went to a job where I made over $36,000 a year or something like that. And then I was offered this job that I got paid quite a bit more. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like the newer generation you want to move up we want to move up we want to you know we don't want to stay in the same place we want to be able to advance we want to make our lives better we don't want to just be a bump on the log just live and there's like the older guard is still around and they don't understand that 
they just think, oh, these millennials, they're lazy. They, don't, they just don't want to do factory work. If factory work paid as much as it's supposed to, as much as it did years ago, it'd be different. But manufacturing doesn't pay that much anymore. You know, goods made in the USA cost way more than goods made in China. Of course, China doesn't pay their... You know why American goods pay more? Or cost more? Uh, because American companies have to pay their people more. Because we have a minimum wage. And I know that sounds counterproductive. But, you know what? We want to live. That's the way it goes. This is going to be a long one today. And which is sad, because I like I just got off on a rant. <laughs> is what is basically what made it longer. Um... I think a lot of the world is is different now and lots of people don't want to accept how different the world really is. I mean, realistically, it just slapped me in the face a few years ago how different the world is from when, like, my parents were little, or little, when my parents were my age. It's so different. That was 20 years ago. how different it is 20 years ago till now. And it's, that's just, you know, I know that that's progress. Some people are upset about this. I mean, there's people who get upset about stupid social issues. And I say stupid social issues because it doesn't affect them, yet they're still upset about it. To me, that's a stupid social issue. Like, people who are getting upset, oh, it's transsexuals, and they're going to be in our school, and blah, blah, blah. So? Let them! Who cares? They're not affecting you. They're not running around trying to infect you with their trans disease or whatever. Come on. Grow up. Get over it. They're just trying to live their lives and be happy like you. Of course, lots of people just don't want to be happy, and that's that's the different thing altogether. That's the way I feel anyway. I feel like every time I get on Facebook, it's just how... How unhappy are people today? Let's go look on Facebook. It's surprising to me how happy, how much happier I've been since I blocked Facebook on my phone. It's bizarre how much happier I have been since I blocked Facebook. You know? I think social media is just the... It's just rotten for people. You know, when you were depressed before before Facebook, what did you do? You went and talked to somebody about it. You went and talked to a person face-to-face. Now what do you do? You go on Facebook and you say, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. And then you'll get six other people. I'm depressed too, I'm depressed too. Oh, let's just all sit and be depressed together. Well, no, why don't you go figure out why you're being depressed? But I just want to be depressed. Okay, but why don't you figure out why you want to be depressed? There's no reason to want to be depressed. I don't... If somebody wants to explain that to me, that's fine. And I'm not saying be like, oh, I'm depressed, I'm listening to sad music. I get that. That's kind of a soothing thing. But to just be like, I'm depressed too. Womp womp. Or you get the person who's one-upping. Like, I'm so depressed because my dog ran away. Well, I'm depressed because my dog died. You don't need to one-up me, buddy. 
you can just be like, oh, I feel for you. That's it. You can be like, look, there's always... It's sad, but, you know, you loved your dog. You loved your time with your dog. Why don't you remember the time you had with your dog? You know. Think of all the good things instead of thinking of all the bad things. Stop thinking about how everything could go wrong and start thinking about, you know, well, what's the reward? Anyway, I know. I know I could be a motivational speaker. (laughs) Ha ha! Or not. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. I just know how I live. And, like, oh, geez, that guy's driving fast for where he was going. Uh, So I hate pulling out of here because you can't see over the hill. Um, maybe that's my motivational speech for the week. How about that? Um, start thinking about what makes you sad. Why does it make you sad? And then start thinking, well, how can I make it so it doesn't make me sad anymore? How can I move on from being sad? Like that. That's what I do. Like, like when I'm not feeling great, like when I'm feeling bad, why am I feeling bad? Why do I feel bad? Well, it's because of this. Well, why don't you fix that? Well, it's impending doom. Well, so what? Well, you know, why, why, why can't I fix it? That's the question, like, people need to start asking themselves. Like, why can't I fix this? I don't know. Like I said, I'm talking stuff I don't know about. This is just me. I, yeah. I still don't. Um, I don't let things get to me. Like, there's no reason to. You know, I could be upset that the leaves are changing. I'm not saying that that's a good reason to be upset, but, like, I'm not going to be able to stop the leaves change. You know, I'm not going to be able to stop Christmas from happening. I like Christmas, but I'm saying that there's stuff that I can't change and I can get upset about stuff I can't change or accept that I can't change stuff sometimes and work around it. At my job, there's a lot of stuff I can't do. So what do I do? Do I get upset and be like, well, I can't do that, so it's not going to work at all? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. You've got to figure out another way to do it. And I think that's, that's something that, like, a lot of people don't put into their brain. Like, they just go, like, well, I can't do anything about it, so I'm not going to. I'm just going to be sad all the time. Well, if you're just sad all the time just to be sad, that's, I, that's different. If you're sad all the time because you're unhappy with how your life is, then figure out what you got to do to fix it. Figure out another way around. See, that's the way, that's, I like doing that. I like being able to be like, well, I can't do that now. All right, so what do I got to do? And I think that's benefited me in my life. Being able to do that, being able to say that. Like, I can't do this this way. So what do I got to do here instead? What can I do instead? Oh, I don't know. If uh, Hopefully that's a motivating thing for you. If you're feeling down right now, we'll be like, eh, why am I feeling down? Well, this is why. 
I think I listen to too many motivational speakers, too. But, anyway. This is a long podcast now. This is almost 45 minutes long. And, oh, it's... I'm going to be getting home a little later. What else is new? Well, I think... That's it for me. That's, uh... I think I burnt my brain out for podcast stuff for today. Um, driving through Brookmere Winery. or driving past it. Anyway, Kevo got married there, and his anniversary was a couple days ago. Congratulations, Kevo. Proud of you for one year of being married. Oh, it's a beautiful place, by the way, if you get married at the Brookmere Winery. We played. It was great. Uh, that was one of my favorite like Watley's off the out of the blue like totally in left field for us type of things like we played all 50s songs or not 50s songs but like oldies we're, I'm just going to say oldies because not all of them were from the 50s some of them were 60s some of them were 70s I think but uh, we we learned all these songs and we played them all for Kevo and his wife Jenny Joe, Jenny Joe Quinn Kevo and that was off that was out of the blue for us that was weird that was different how about you do that too do something weird for you feeling down do something weird do something you've always wanted to do go up fail go listen to Red Fox album that's fun those are good alright well um, thank you for listening. Um, please rate, subscribe, share with friends, share with two friends. Check out anchor.fm slash fadehawk. I think the, if you want to donate to us thing is still up there. I should check and see if anybody has, because I don't think anybody has, which is fine. I've got 10 listeners. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, my name's TJ Freck. This has been the TJ Freck cast. Thank you, and have a good night.